Previously on Polyamory. Ah, Valerie. I thought I taught you better than to rough up my customers. Your disgusting fetishes have no place in a respectable establishment. And he looks from you to Thrall to Puff. I think you and your collection of miniature dragons should leave. What's behind door uh, number three? I'm hoping it's Delilah. Let's go through door number three, please. You clock him round the head. The back of his head caves in. And he falls forward onto Delilah. I think the most sensible thing to do is not what happened before. Yes, no genital torture, please. There's there's some there's some open roof at the back of the building. I need you to get round there nice and quick. Okay, yeah. As best I can, and okay. with the, the, the help of the unseen servant, okay. I'm going to try and sort of just get her up high enough that Thrall can help from the top. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. Okay. I'm having a bad... <laughs> It'll poke you in the left eye if everything's okay. It'll poke you in the right <laughs> eye if everything's not okay. Ah, I can't see yeah. shit. To the fuck wagon. The smart thing to do is to get the fuck out of here while we can, because we've gotten through this remarkably well. Like... Insert it into his urethra with a stick. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. My patu, my patu. And she runs forward. She gives her a massive hug and she's stroking her hair and, and just sobbing. She's so happy to see her daughter. The people that took her, there's every chance they're going to try and come back for her. They're trafficking, they're trafficking young girls through who, well, they had no say in what was being done to them and she's going to need some looking after, I think. On the way back, Thrall is sitting with the Scrytone playing Pigimon away. I really fancy a crossbow. I think a crossbow would be super crossbow, cool. you say. You take the Scrytome back from Thrall, and you notice it is really, really hot. You imagine that if this thing had a power source, it would hmm. be absolutely rinsing it. Fantastic. To Castle Twilight it is. <laughs> there, oh. surrounded by a large azure moat, which is underlit in various places by some kind of glowing rock. Hmm. There is a, a large concentric castle with these tall walls with crenellated uh, battlements at the top. There is a large drawbridge that is down and you head towards that. You are gestured in by one of the greeters and pointed in the direction of the stables. Inside is this incredibly luxurious building. It, it is actually a, it seems to be a working castle. You're greeted by somebody in a, a red velvet suit. They point to this large bowl of pronoun badges by the door. And they invite you to, to take pronoun badges to how you would like to be addressed during your time here. Oh, that's so cool. I take a she, her pronoun badge. As do I. And the boy takes a he, him, and a they, them. A large number of people just gathered together, and they appear to be just having a little cuddle puddle together. There appears to be a large, like a wrestling ring, and there are two quite beefy bugbears stripped to the waist, oiled heavily, and uh, wrestling with each other in... in, They're clearly doing it more for fun than actual violent sport or competition. All around you, out of their heads, seem to be lifting images as if their very own fantasies are being brought to life in illusory form above them. All of this is happening around the central stage. The performance stage is gesturing with her hands towards each person with a little flick of her wrist, a movement of her fingers. These 
images are literally rising out of the foreheads of the viewers and they're watching these amazing, beautiful, arousing sexual scenes happening above them. Can this be the end of our campaign? I'm pretty can, fucking can speechless like, right now. Give, give up on saving the world and everything and sure, you know, give it six months or a year, you know, we might die along with everyone else. Yeah. But can this just be like the nice happy ending that our characters get as we just end up here and we're like yeah no, we're, we're good she appears to be quite a slight skinny very pale skin almost slightly blue tinged skin very very pale white her hair is azure slash turquoise and it falls to sort of just beyond her shoulders and she has pure black eyes no iris or, or pupil it's all black and she moves with incredible grace the moment she is sort of surrounded with this vague green mist and they're embracing <laughs> and kissing and in- engaging with each other and it's beautiful and arousing and incredible and then after a few seconds everything just fades and the room is just a room around you. The lights are slightly brighter than you imagined they were when you first walked in, and everybody just stands up and applauds wildly. I join them. As you stand, you realise that the the woman on stage who's taking bows and so forth, from the waist down, has a crown of eight cephalopod arms. Oh. She is a cicalia. Fighting death and human horse, Thorson tried to kill them all, they escaped the vile moor, now polyamory start. Polyamory! <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio's role-playing series, Polyamory. I am Jane Magnet, and I am the mistress of this dungeon. Joining me today, to be punished until they scream the safe word, which today is masticatory, are <laughs> Laura Kate Dale. Hello, I am here... I am having a very chill night, and I'm ready to go on an adventure. Adventure. Adventure, Charlie. (laughs) And Astrid Johnson. This episode is sponsored by Pink Fluffy Dressing Gowns. Pink Fluffy Mm. Dressing Gowns, the comfiest fucking things in the entire world. Oh, I could really do with a nice dressing gown. Tomorrow, like... <clears throat> I'm going to get myself a nice dressing gown. Fuck nice. yeah, you I are. recommend one with a hood. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Mm. And I like pink fluffy dressing gowns so much, I've got two. <gasps> yes, you have lovely. a light pink fluffy dressing gown and a dark oh, pink fluffy dressing gown, do. don't you? Yes. I do. I got them yeah. for, for both for the same birthday. <laughs> About three years ago. Uh, they were on my uh, they were on my um my birthday wish list and two people were like yes we will get her floofy thing and now I have abundance of floof. Excellent. This is the it's, correct amount of floof. It's nice. It's nice. So yeah, if ever nice. I want to just sit around the house eating cereal in not quite nudity, then there is the option. Exactly. Get a magic gear. Shall we press on? We probably oh, shall. Before we do, okay. before we do, Ooh. this episode is sponsored by Nature Box. Nature box. What? No, it's not. Um, no, we. I wish we had some kind of sponsorship. Sponsorships are nice. They usually require, like, suggest money occurs. That's Take why I said that. Hopefully, hopefully, nature box oh. will go. Oh, let's give them boxes. Look, of look if we, if we, if we, if we're looking for any kind of promotional, I, I would like, I would like to hope it'd be Bad Dragon. 
Oh, we... Uh, You've I, got an I, in with Bad Dragon, don't you? I know? have an in with Bad Dragon. I'm going to do the thing that I did. Uh, so I, I'm also on a podcast called Pixel Squirt, which is a video game porn review podcast. And I'm going to do the thing that we did there and see if it works. Hey, anyone that wants to sponsor our show, maybe companies that are okay with sex positive things like, say, Bad Dragon. Do, do you want to sponsor our show, someone? Go Primal on. Primal Hardware is also available. Maybe even Love Honey. Oh. Oh, I mean, don't get nice. me wrong, I do own a lot of Love Honey. I think at yeah. last count, I've got something like £2,000 worth of Love Honey stock That's... around my house. <laughs> the The danger of Love Honey is that they do actually tell you, like, how much all of your orders have totaled to over the years. Oh, That's no. not including all of the, like, two-for-one things. It's like the Steam Library calculator. There's a Steam uh, Library calculator? Yeah. It tells you oh, how God. much time you would have to spend to beat all of the unbeaten games in your Steam library. I've got, like, s- nearly 700 games in my Steam library, and I've probably completed maybe 25 of them. Damn you, humble bundle! So anyway, if anybody wants to sponsor us, uh, I have lots of sex toys, and I'm quite happy to get more. I already own a Bad Dragon product, and I love it very much. So if Bad Dragon, very much so. If Love Honey... <laughs> Also very much so, but I think I've got almost everything of yours that I could possibly want. Extreme mm. Restraint, now, or Uber Kinky, if you want to get me Ooh. some of that good, good stuff, or... Primal uh, Hardware? Kink. Pro- <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I didn't know I was into ov- ovipositors until I saw that Vice article about ovipositors. <laughs> <laughs> that and tends want- to be a lot. Uh, how a lot of kinks develop, is Vice um, articles. I don't know where my thing for tentacles came from. Anyway, back to the tent. Speaking of tentacles, <laughs> when last we left the show, we were, had just watched quite an impressive display of pornomancy, of filth wizardry, and the greeter that had shown you in now hurries you towards the stage. Everybody is slowly filing out, so it is quite difficult to push towards the stage. There are a number of people greeting the performer. She's giving autographs and and having Instagram pictures taken with various people. As you get closer, the uh, greeter sort of waves to her and she apologises and excuses herself and she heads towards you. And it is quite a a strange movement as these eight cephalopod arms... Okay, I'm just going to call them tentacles. I know for any nerdy types listening, they're not tentacles. They're cephalopod arms, but just for the sake of clarification. She moves towards you on these eight tentacles and is quite an interesting method of movement. She has a sort of sway about her and there's something sort of... uh, Is there there some undulation? There's quite a lot of undulation. And she comes to greet you and, and sees that you have Delilah with you. Delilah, darling! And she embraces Delilah and, and sort of holds her close. You must be, you must be Madame Valerie and, and Brilmara and young Thrall, friends from back in the old days. Some of my girls have worked with you, yes? Yes, yeah, yes, that's yeah. us. Hello. I've heard many good things about you. I am Mistress Aloriana. It's This is my place. This is Castle Twilight. Please come with me. I will, I will show you to the rest of your friends. And Thank she you, picks do. up Delilah and leads you towards a uh, staff-only entrance. You go through a number of corridors into a, a very large and ornate dressing room. Mirrors on the walls, each dotted with, with spotlight. 
there's all number of people, all different species preparing themselves, and there indeed is Zoris and, and a lot of the, the girls that you knew from Madame Valerie's Working Girls Collective. <gasps> um, Val- Valerie! Um, yeah. Valerie breaks down and starts sort of crying, My girls! My girls! Oh, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here! And sort of just like flails, flails her arms about until they all like hug her or something. They all come and embrace you and you... And I collapse into them, Aww. crying. There's Hilda, who was always sort of quite quiet. She was one of the first to give up sex work. She was more of a dancer. And, and clothed at that, but she was very good. She had amazing moves, and she was quite good friends with Bromara. She's ah. not so. Uh, she's not so much as to give you a hug. But she just gives you a little wave, knowing that that's not really your thing. Uh, considering that, like hugs are a thing that are okay on on Bromara's terms, I think she is gonna go and instigate a hug. And seeing that this is okay, you you both have a bit of a hug, and she whispers in your ears, "Hope you've been okay, yeah." Yeah, doing all right. It's been a, it's been too long. Has. Yeah, it's it's probably not actually been that long, but it it feels like a long time. It's been a long couple of months. A lot of changes. That indeed. And you you break apart, and Thrall gives a little wave. Uh, looking a bit sort of sheepish and vaguely hopping from one foot. The cuddle pile around Madame Valerie slowly starts to disperse, and Aluriana addresses you again. She's rested Delilah down on a, a, a mm. nearby chalon. Good, good. Darlings, it's... Thank you so much for bringing her home. I know she was part of your family, but she's equally part of my family now, too. Thank you so much for looking after them all. I... I'm just glad they've been in really good hands. I've heard nothing but wonderful things of you and your your establishment here. I very much like to look after my people. It is essential that everyone is safe here. Sadly, we do live in this fortress, but it is where we are most safe and most looked after. It's regrettably necessary, and I suppose it does come with the added caveat of being damn stylish. She she smiles at this and, and gives a little chuckle. Hmm. Would you care to stay for a while? Do you have anything Please. to do? <laughs> I mean, we we need to be we need to be in Groyborn in about four days. But that means and it takes about a day to get to Groyborn from here, which means we have three days and if if you if if it's okay with you, I'd love to just stay oh. here. For a while. Just, just, just as a reminder, Valerie, like we do have other things other than dropping dropping stuff off that we have to do there. Like there's a big oh, old yeah, there's a big old we library do, we gotta do stuff with. Like yeah. we should probably give ourselves a couple of days to get everything done. Bromara, Bromara, <laughs> you've got time for a long rest. Bromara, can we stay here for a bit, please? We can stay here long enough for a I long rest. I think it would be good for my mental well-being. We can stay here long enough for a long rest. But Thank also, you. We're, we're not going to leave here like, oh, it's like six hours till the drop-off. I guess we're going Oh, now. yeah, no, we're, no, no, don't worry. We're not going to do that. Like, stay here a couple of days. Give us a day to travel there. And then, like, we, we like, stay the night there. And then tomorrow we do the drop-off. Okay. Like I, I say okay as if I'm like, you know, not happy about this. I'm very happy about this, but also, you know, planning. 
I know, it's alright. We, we're gonna have time. We're gonna have time. We just also have time to do nothing for a moment. We're gonna stay here a couple of days. Okay, so what do you want to do? You can join the Cuddle Puddle. There's non-sexual areas of the castle. You can get involved in a bit of wrestling if you want. You can enjoy drinks. Literally all of the possible things that we could do, I want to do them. <laughs> Are we just like, how many activities are there? How much time do we have? Divide the amount of time by the number of activities. Uh, let's, and... not get too, let's not get too officious about it. <laughs> That's very no. much Bomara's way. Indeed, it's, it's very okay. much a, like, let's spend an equal amount of time at all of the activities. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off and just let let the the flow the the, the sexy sexy flow take me. <laughs> You have a couple of days of, of various activities. You get in, involved in a bit of topless wrestling. You yes. have a, an astonishing amount of sex. Lots of oh, cuddle puddles. You are pampered. You have massages and, and get your feet done. You head down to the dungeons. There's where you, you switch up roles. I, what's Valerie's role? Is she sub, dom, switch? Valerie's, like, Valerie can switch, but she's usually a dom. So well, you, you can you can even take on some work here, if you'd like. I will let you roll. <laughs> you can you can roll a performance check, and I'll let you try and earn some money. Excellent. If you fancy I was hoping this for would, cash, that would be fine. Okay, mm-hmm. twenty-one, motherfucker. Impressive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yes, you uh, do an incredible scene with this very subby bugbear huge powerful but loves to be subby um, and he had a great <laughs> had a great great time um thrashing them for a while and uh, obviously the wonderful thing about this is that there is there are various magic users around they are the dungeon staff and the, and in any of the rooms where sexual contact can take place they will first enter a room negotiate a safe word with you and cast a spell over the room as soon as that spell is cast, everything will absolutely freeze and stop. It will then take one of these agents to come in and literally pull you apart so that everything is, is out of the way and, and before anything can happen. It's, it's a safety mechanism built into the entire facility here. They've got a good thing going on here. I really thought about this place. Uh, yes, yeah, so... It shows, that, it shows... So for that, uh, you may have ten gold. Yes. Well done. Uh, Rilmara, what have you been up to? Uh, Just trying to spend about an equal amount of time taking in everything there. Have you done anything for cash? Uh, Not opposed to doing anything for cash. Do Do you want to earn some money while you're here? Let's earn some money while we're here. Okay, what would you like to do? I don't know. There's too too many options. Oh, pick a kink, <laughs> any kink. This, <laughs> I I feel like there should be like one of those big uh wheel we, uh, wheel of fortune we- style wheels where you have to spin the wheel. It's like you will be doing a scene of this. <laughs> spin again. Fuck. <laughs> 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 okay, so Brumara, are you uh, are you a dom or sub or switch? Where would you go with what role would you like? Let's go the opposite of Valerie, so we'll go sub leading switch. Okay, 
there is a a rigger who is looking for a rope bunny and is a bit into Dirigar and uh, Madame Luriana comes and asks you specifically if you wouldn't mind being a rope bunny slash spanky for this person. I think we can definitely make this work. Okay, you are he- you head down into the dungeons and this tall, rugged tiefling introduces Ooh. themselves. You have a good half hour chat going through everything, your safe words, your limits and so forth. And let's have a performance roll. Oh, the pressure is on now. I have a minus one on performance, so... It's okay, I believe in you! I believe in you! Nine! That's not great. <laughs> okay. You're just really good at taking it, so it doesn't really, like... <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> the, the, the tiefling has an okay time. I think they've learned not to fetishise people by their species, but they did mm. have a, a, a nice time generally. And so you will earn five gold. Uh, I appreciate that, and now I feel just like I feel low key bad now. I'm like, oh, I hope yeah, I wish you had a better time. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, they they had an okay time, but I like to think that perhaps <laughs> they've learned that they shouldn't fetishize people just for their species and think that that's going to make everything good. Hey, you you've got to have other things that make you connect rather than just that fetishistic aspect exactly. of the person themselves. This is becoming a super like kink, kink friendly. <laughs> yes, learning stuff about things episode isn't it <laughs> there was no way this episode wasn't going to end up being that i feel like <laughs> I, I don't know what this episode was going to be so collaboratively what did the boy do oh I'm, I'm having to think now um so you know thrall's been tagging along with us and everything whilst mm-hmm. we're doing all this but he's never he hasn't yet had the opportunity to just have his thing you know mm-hmm. And Thrall is Pan. Okay. So what I'm thinking is, and I don't know if you'll agree with me on this or not, Bromara, 21 gun salute. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I, I, and when I, I say gun, I mean You penis. mean that it's going to be a lot of wang. A lot of wang. I, 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 think, I think this is how we do this. Just yes. Thrall and a lot of wang. <laughs> 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 so is it now the 1812 overcome i i like to imagine it's the uh, 1812 all over yo um i like to imagine that also this would be done as a a show perhaps absolutely Somebody wants to roll the boys' performance. Then let's see how. It, maybe, uh, maybe how... constitution endurance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he's got a pretty good constitution save. You did know you what I'm per- saying? Perf- uh, his performance. Did you say? Let's, yeah, let's let's do performance. We've done this for the rest uh, of you, and we are eighteen. Eighteen. Um, there is. I'm not so a, proud of our boy. There is not a dry eye in the house. There are some people squinting though. Um, <laughs> it's it's an incredible show and. Obviously, all everyone involved very much enjoy themselves, and the crowd very much enjoyed themselves. They sold a lot of drinks. I will let that one go for another ten gold. Nice boy. There we go. Very nice boy. And the boy looks very happy indeed, and a little bit. I should imagine. <laughs> so then, your time at Castle Twilight is coming to an end. Delilah has in the last couple of days very much come back to herself and she has thanked you endlessly for everything you've done for her Mm -hmm. Madame Luriana has been very happy 
to, to have you here. Thank you so much. It's been so beautiful to have you here. You have given amazing shows, especially you, throw. And she gives him a little, tousles his head a little bit. He has no hair, but, you know. And, and he sort of purrs slightly. And she holds hands to, to offer for a hug, if you would like a hug, before you depart. I accept a hug. I also accept a hug, a big squeezy hug. Is the boy into a hug? Yeah, I'd say the boy's in for a hug. Okay, then the four of you have a, a big old hug. Eee. And squeeze. There's a lot of oxytocin going around in this room right now. It's all good. You're eee. bonded That's nicely. Really nice. That's good. You have made a frond. So, your piggies have been looked after you, after for you, stabled for for free, because obviously you are part of the family now. <gasps> ah. You are welcome back any time. It's been so lovely to see you, and you give such good performances. If you do ever find yourselves in two town again, please do come back to Castle Twilight. Absolutely. We fully intend to make our way back here should we survive the multiple podcast episodes of Dangers <laughs> Ahead of Us. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. Okay, you head back onto the cart and following directions that you've been given... Head towards Groybon. After about a, a day and a half's ride, during which most of which time Thrall has been playing Piggymon away, he's caught a, a couple more piggies, uh, another hey. green one and a blue one, and he seems to be training the ones he's got. He's properly in the zone for Piggymon right now. He will play it pretty much any time of day or night. The cart trundles on, you stop for a brief rest at one point. All is absolutely fine. Eventually, passing through a, a number of smaller tunnels that have, they're quite low ceilings, but very wide, as if old tunnel structures that were created by water have been stretched out for use for, with heavy cart traffic, uh, heading towards okay. this large central city. You come very suddenly from this quite low ceilinged tunnel into just this most stunning, enormous cavern. It reaches up Ooh. hundreds of feet above you. Damn. There are huge, tall, spired buildings, like great stalagmites reaching up towards the roof of a vast cavern, in the very centre of which is a vast, clear crystal which spreads light across the city during the day. You know from your history that it was fashioned and placed there over two centuries ago by Ban Trollslayer himself. After uniting the city against the chaos, chaos of the selfish destruction that faced it, this city is vast and multicultural and diverse. Whereas Mordtown was mostly kobolds, orcs, and goblins, here you see tieflings, dwarfs, elves, bugbears, nothics, imps, and more as well. Even a human here and there. And as you move through the city, you hear voices speaking in all manner of languages. There are food vendors of all kinds to be found on the streets. The smells are incredible. All these different cultures all mixed together. There are shops selling anything you could possibly want to buy for a price. Moving through the streets, you see theatres, museums, galleries. This is not like the Underdark that you have experienced anywhere else. In your lives, you've heard tell of this place, but this is far beyond anything you dreamed. All of those descriptions you're give you were giving of the big uh, sort of crystal... Mm -hmm. In my mind, I'm just picturing Final Fantasy now. I'm like, oh, big giant crystal that everything is good. Final Fantasy! <laughs> Which Final Fantasy? Uh, m most of them have big giant crystals somewhere. Yeah, I suppose that's true. 
I don't find. Yeah. I think Final Fantasy VIII's got a couple. Nine's definitely got some crystals. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, this is this is the underdarks. Like, oh, we found the town with the big magic crystal from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I didn't say it was magic. Just a crystal. Okay, it's magical in the sense that I look at it and go, oh, wow, that's really beautiful. And beauty is in and of itself a form of magic. It's true. That is very true. Holy shit, Rosa Luxemburg just followed me on Twitter. thought she was dead. Um, I, I know, right? <laughs> that's why it threw me off a bit. Wait, who who is who is that? She's uh, uh, Rosa Luxemburg was a German socialist revolutionary who I'm very much a fan uh, of, and she just the one who me died in 1919. Yeah, and she followed me on Twitter. <laughs> How does she even have Twitter? I think it's I think it's part of this thing that's happening because it's like because it's 2017, it's a hundred years since the Russian Revolution, so there are loads of like accounts that are like this is what this person would have tweeted like if they were alive today. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about this though because there isn't there one of. Like how Stalin would be t- tweeting. Yeah, there's also Lenin, and oh, it's okay. wonderful. Uh, yeah. Is this some <laughs> kind of like official account? I think it's part of an official celebration called 1917 Live. Back to D and D. Stores you're familiar with have larger versions here. There is a huge cart tome warehouse, a Bumble's department store, a Daru's over two floors, which is just filling the street with the smell of delicious fried rat, and at last you come to a massive polyarmory it is absolutely huge it goes up for 60 70 feet into a, a giant point at the top of which are several lights it appears that there are offices you can see from the sign that there is a museum here as well of, of ancient artifacts weapons and so forth here you see that that people are unarmed whereas more town Pretty much everyone had a weapon and, and to town although you had uh, a lot of refugees there not so many people not everybody was weapon but they certainly had armor on but here and there there there's there's no one they're mostly just dressed in normal clothes however there are here and there people dressed in very smart crisp red uniforms wearing little fur caps each carrying a crossbow and a short sword upon their breast they wear shining shining metal badges these are the band force named after band troll slayer himself the locals call them mods after Ban's hammer. Uh, before anything else, like I would like us to head straight for the polyarmory if possible. Yeah, that's I'm just... just paranoid about having this hammer like not reach its destination. Okay. Yeah, like it's it's it, it's big and it's important and it's very expensive and I don't want to I don't want to be in six thousand golds worth of debt. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, good plan. Let's do the thing. You. Roll the cart over to the polyarmory. You see a deliveries entrance to one side. You ride around and down into there. And, and you greet a, a bugbear who's who's standing there. You actually know this bugbear because you've seen them on the scry pad. Oh! Oh, it's you. Hello. Your Vendy's not, aren't you? Yes, yes we are. Uh, Madam Valerie, Brilmara and Thrall. And so I understand you were bringing the hammer. Any joy in Tootown? Uh, yeah, no, we we got the hammer. We have the hammer. Goodness. Yes, goodness. it is. Finally did a job uh, right. Hooray. Yes, I, I heard about your last attempt on that, of course. We weren't expecting a big old monster to tear everything up. We were a little caught off guard, but it's fine. We got the job done. It's there. The hammer. Woo. Mm. And I hand Pre- over the hammer. We present the hammer. Mm. Oh, I suppose you've got the hash stones deal, don't you? Yep. 
and hand over the hash stone. Okay. And yep. the bugbear checks the the hash stone on the, the hammer that he's holding. Yep, it vibrates and glows. Well, excellent. Here it is. I never thought I'd personally hold Modritar, the hammer of Ban Trollslayer. Very impressive. It's ba- it's a ban oh. hammer. It's it's oh my god, it's the moderator hammer for banning the trolls. Modret- oh my god, Modrita! Jane! Oh. <laughs> Jane! Oh my god! <laughs> I I can't believe it took me this long to put together what was going on. I was like, oh yes, what what fascinating fantasy lore. Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been sitting on that fucking joke. <laughs> I'm so sorry oh it god. took us so long to get. <laughs> How did we say moderator that many times without putting that together? As as soon as like I am slow with double meaning sometimes, but the second I realised what's going on there, that was fantastic. <laughs> that is beautiful. Thank it's you so, so much. Honestly. Thank you for taking us on this journey. <laughs> so oh, congratulations, that's the end of the Army. Well, <laughs> no. Well, I guess we'll be putting this in the uh, the exhibit now with the rest of Ban's stuff. So glad to finally have the rest of the uh, the work completed. Uh, well, what else of bands do you have? Oh, we've got a couple of his helms, some of his writings. Well, I'm glad we could help you complete the collection. Would you like a look around the the museum before you head Absolutely. off? Absolutely. Well, you you take a, a stroll around some of the greatest pieces of weapons and armor of under dark history. There are some incredible old, old pieces. Some beautiful, ornate hammers, swords, scimitars of all sorts. Some of them you've heard of, you know, from your history. All in all, this is a weapon collector's wet dream. <laughs> here you are in... What do you want to do? Do you want to... So We came here for another reason. We got, we've, we've got to go check out the library. The and then we, library. D- we do at some point have to actually like go back to where we are employed. You oh, do. yeah. Like, I suspect we cannot stick around here forever. As nice as that would be. I, I think... This seem like a pretty great place. Should we go do the stuff we've got to do in the library and then assess how much time we have before mm. we need to start our journey yeah. backward? And whilst we're here, I, 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 I'm definitely interested in seeing, because it took quite a trek to get here. Mm-hmm. When we're not on company time, I should imagine, you know, it'd be quite pricey to get here from Mordtown. Is there any documentation I can buy that perhaps, you know, might give me a discount for, like, you know, frequent journeys? Because I want to spend a lot of time here. As, are are in, you in suggesting that you want to buy, like, the equivalent of a national rail card? Or, like, you know, uh, is there may, maybe... May... I mean, you could try and find yourselves a mount at some point. We could. Or a couple we of could. mounts. Hmm. I imagine a cart would cost considerably more than you have, though. Yeah. Oh, I missed my opportunity. When you were saying that we need to find some mounts, I'd be like, I'll I'll find you a mount. Oh, oh. oh there's um there's something I've actually I, I seen knocking about back when I used to have the collective. It's called the um the Oyster Cart Company. <laughs> oh, your oyster cart. Okay, yeah. You can <laughs> that 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 is a silly joke that does not in any way benefit us doing the things we need to do. I'm let's sorry, to... I just wanted to make it. Okay, do you want to go ahead and see if there is a local uh, branch of the Oyster Cart Company? 
Sure thing. Yeah, I need to renew my um, I need to renew my membership. So okay, so you head out into the streets, uh, passing mm-hmm. a number of street venues, a number of interesting shops. There's some options for for fighting if you'd like to get in, involved in in bets of that sort. Eventually, you come to a, a large open courtyard. There is a number of uh, two tone blue painted carts. <laughs> I just need to check how much travel time I have uh, on my membership form. Mm-hmm. Is there a desk I can go to? There is, yeah. Okay. There is an officious looking goblin. Hello. Oh, hi there. You're a member, yes? Yes, yes. I, I ruffle around in my in my, in my uh, shoulder bag and I pull out a blue shell and I put it on the desk. <laughs> Goodness, we haven't used these for a while. Are you from the countryside? It's been a little while since I've used the service. I just wanted to check and see. Maybe I get a, a new whatever we're using now. I just wanted to make sure how much travel time I've got on my account. Have you got like a scrytobe? We mostly uh, just yes. do it as a, a touch system now. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. There is on the table a large round disc. It's yellow and uh, it has a, a picture of the, the oyster shell on it. I, um, okay, so I, I suppose I just, um, I just, I just put my scrytome on this disc, yeah? Put the scrytome on there and the assistant there takes your, your old oyster shell. Also taps it on the yellow disc. Okay, so it looks like you've got about uh, 50 miles on here. Okay, cool. That's not too bad. You want me to transfer that over to your scrytome and get rid of this whole thing? Yeah, sure thing. Sure I, thing. I should put this in a music. God, changing times, huh? Yeah. Changing times. The times they are are changing. <laughs> I'm what a time to be mod- alive. <laughs> I'm still laughing at moderator. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm laughing about everything that's happening right now. <laughs> so he takes your, your oyster shell away and you... you can take your tome now if you want unless you want to add some more credit thank you very much um i, I i'm happy with the with the 50 miles time so yeah okay. thank you have a nice have a nice day no problem let us know if you need anything we've got a well, few the... uber carts out here as well one of the bigger ones if you need that awesome thanks very much that that voice was beautiful thank it was great you. it was great uh, uh... We, sh- we should head to the library. Yes, let's go to the library. You head out of the oyster cart lot, and across the road you notice that there is a shop, Nestlers. You <laughs> you know the brand because they are the company that make Croak, beverage uh-huh. that is is sold in all all dairies and all across the Underdark. It's the one of the most popular drinks around. It's a very modern-looking shop, glass fronts, and inside they just seem to have a huge amount of space, but with only three or four shelves in there. There's a lot of glass and light, and they just seem to have just bottles of a clear liquid on the shelf. Huh. You head down the road towards where you've been directed as being the library. On the outskirts of what would be the, the old the old town, when Groybon was just a town, before it sort of swarmed and encapsulated various other parts of this area and became spreading to a full city what would have been on the outskirts of that is this large spiral building a a stalactite with a seam that runs around the outside of it almost as if a a giant screw stretching up into the into the air it stretches ominous and tall above you this strange screw ready to pierce the ceiling above you you can see that the light above ground is, is getting lower, 
because it's becoming much more twilight and dim and it almost takes on a, a magical golden colour in the Underdark oh. here and it looks strangely beautiful and haunting. Before you come to the library, you pass a small building that looks like it was knocked together out of bits of wood. There is what looks to be some kind of board outside, slightly oval, long and wooden. It appears to have a fin on the bottom and the in neon pink paint clumsily splashed on. It says, we are open. And on a, a large piece of driftwood that hangs above the door, it looks like it was a, a once a wooden plank and then it had floated in some ocean at some point for a considerable time fished out and rescued and painted across the top of it in blue the high elves just across the road from this looking shifty as heck is a knoll with arms crossed and hat pulled slightly down but it is very clearly surveying the street around you hmm. you finish heading off towards the library you open the grand doors before you is just an incredible building. You've never seen anything like it. Bromara. Bromara, look how big it is. That, that is a heckin' big building. Also, I don't know about you, but that building that we passed a little bit earlier, I think that was something to do with drugs. <gasps> Are you just assuming that because something was slightly sketchy and you assume it had to be drugs? Bromara. <laughs> yeah. It was called the High Elves. Yes, and are you suggesting that... And there was a shifty-looking individual across the street. Are you (laughs) suggesting that High Elves, which are a legitimate race that exist, are in some way a reference to narcotics? That's that's just offensive. There were some very strange-looking pipes in the window of that shop. I think you are stretching your... Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's probably something to do with drugs. (laughs) You may be right, but I'm gonna go deal with this big building first. Yeah, let's pop out a layer and see what they see. What's what? The doors to this building are large and blue. The paint is starting to peel off them. It's obviously not been properly cared for for a good long time. Mm. You throw the doors open and head inside, and it's massive. Absolutely stunning. Every single piece of wall is covered in bookshelves and books. There are brass fittings with large lights hanging over them. There's a few desks immediately in front of you. And as you move towards the centre of the room and look up, it is just levels and levels and levels of the same, getting smaller and smaller as they reach uh, almost beyond sight to the very top of this building. Damn. I, 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 I know we were here for something, but my mind's just gone blank now. There's just so, so many books. Um... Inside is silent. The air is thick and heavy. There is a feeling of stillness that feels oppressive. Um, no, that's not too great. We, we were, we were here for something to do with the, trying to work out what's going on with the humans, right? That was the idea? Yeah, I think so. Is there a, just, is there like a librarian or someone we can ask about this? Is there a desk? Because I don't know where the fuck to stop. There is a desk. You head over and there appears to be a crumpled pile of blue fabric and it's breathing. Hello? Looks like we both caught, we all caught each other off guard there. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? 
Um, I'm, I'm, um, I've forgotten the name of myself. Uh, Madam Valerie. <laughs> I'm Valerie. Uh, I'm looking for specific books on a specific individual. Individuals. Well, we've got lots of books in here. Our library, after all. Can you help us find specific <laughs> books? What are you looking for? I'm sure I can open a portal to any section of the library. Oh, damn, that's pretty fancy. Here's the deal. We're here to find out some stuff about humans, what's going on with them, why they might be coming down here more often than they were before. You know, just human research. We've got a whole floor on humans. You're going to have to be more specific. I'm looking for inf- We're looking for information on a group known as the Fist of Guileway. Fist of Guileway? Sounds bloody ridiculous. It does, doesn't it? He moves over to a large crystal ball, takes the sleeve of his coat and starts bashing it about a bit, trying to get some of the dust off. <coughs> Goodness. Place is falling apart. <coughs> he gestures over it and it glows beautiful and golden. He sort of gestures across it and moves his hand and, and manipulates it on, on a base that seems to let it rotate freely. I'm not getting anything. Okay, uh, let's try a human by the name of Thorson. Thorson. Uh, human. Um, there's a few Thorsons in here. Any anything hmm. more specific? Thoughts. Uh, hmm. See if, uh, if, if you can cross-reference the light with the name Thorson. No, still, still not terribly helpful. Um, can you cross-reference it with any images? What, what, what sort of thing are you looking for? A symbol of a blue tree upside down. Ah, oh, that sounds more like thoughts. Uh, let me try that. One minute. This is very into this now. Oh. He clearly hasn't had a lot to do for a while, but now that he's getting a chance to do a bit of research, he's, he's getting quite into it. He's invested. He is well invested. I, I get the feeling that like his seeming apathy when we first found him is not to do with a lack of actual interest in the job, but perhaps just a lack of opportunities to do the work that he likes doing. He's just a bit jaded. I think you might be right. Just that he's not not a lot of people come here for for research. People just aren't interested anymore. I imagine young people these days think they can get everything from their tomes. Good books, not too good for them. Right. Nothing connected with this Thoughtson. A lot of Thoughtsons in here. Popular name, bloody humans. Sped like rabbits. This blue tree, though. I think you're going to find something about that. 65th mm. floor. Mm-hmm. Roti, you're looking for a, uh, a, a book uh, called The Silent Monks of Napping. The Monks of Napping. Silent Monks of Napping. Silent, Silent, Monks, Silent of Monks of Napping. Okay, thank you. You want me to portal you up there? That'd be lovely, thank you. And he... Gestures wildly, just a huge sweep of both hands in a circular motion, and then throws them out in front of him. And just in front of you appears a a portal, and you see in front of you a, a number of bookshelves. Huh? Uh, thank you very much. And I step through the portal. Don't make any mess up there. We'll be very tidy. Don't worry. I try not to make too much mess. Oh, I feel like that's foreshadowing. <laughs> no uh, mess in my library. <laughs> so going I'm through the portal. I'm watching you, Durgar. <laughs> I see you marked. You don't think I don't notice? 
I <laughs> can I just say out of character, I fucking love this character. <laughs> this character is wonderful. Crotchety librarian. Mm, I love him. Hey, uh, just uh, as I'm stepping through the portal, I I just turn back to him and go, "Just because I like Eldritch Beast doesn't mean I'm gonna make a mess." <laughs> you step through the portal. You feel a, a a pull on you as you you realise that you're. You're travelling at just an incredible distance and also nowhere at all. You're simultaneously existing in, in two places in this very building and it all feels a bit weird to travel so. Also, you are standing very close to the railings for this and you can see straight down 65 floors. Oh, damn. This is weird and bizarre. Um, it's really cool, though, isn't it? Oh, I'm not going to deny that it's really cool. Um, c- c- can you see where this book is? Can we see from would... can we see from the side the spines of the books this silent monks of napping? Uh, or we can investigation check, or maybe a perception check. I think that might make more sense. I think with your your base perception, you'd be able to see it, at least one of you. You've been told what to yeah. look for. You yeah. find a large-ish leather-bound, although what kind of leather you don't know. Book. Mm. It's large and green. Been thumbed a few times, but it seems to be, uh, as you look through it, the uh, history of a, a group of monks. From... <laughs> thumbed a bit. <laughs> from the, the the far north. Not a place you are particularly familiar with. Damn. Most of it's quite mundane, boring stuff. A visit from a, a god someone claims to have seen something or other. Most of them are... They're not like fighting monks, they're quite pious. They spend a lot of time praying and singing very boring hymns and mm. making very strong wine just to pass the time, I think. Sounds yeah. like a fun way to live. Reading through this book and as the day wears on, you find mention that uh, a, a small child was adopted into the monastery. About six years old, his parents had been killed by a Nothic. A Nothic. Yes. The monastery took the boy in and he lived there and was raised there. He studied a lot, a lot of history. About 11 years later, one night, the entire monastery was destroyed by a hellhound. The locals found what was left of, of the uh, the monastery and, and wrote the sort of final entries in this book. There were definite signs of a hellhound, large footprints. People in town said they, they had seen and heard that it had been a hellhound. And the monastery, the rest of the monastery burned to the ground. The boy, not thrall, was the only survivor. And this poor child had lost everything again. It was said that he took on the symbol of the monks, which was a blue tree that hung up, hung upside down. And that that boy was filled with hate for all dark creatures in his life, so tormented by creatures of evil. I wonder if this is perhaps a certain human we know who doesn't like the I'm denizens just, hang of the on, Underdark. I'm just adding to my notes, uh, Thornton, raised by monks... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who hates? Wait, all who, who dark. was raised by monks? We've not had confirmation of th- that it was Thordson. I highly suspect there is a there is a, a there is a, a good, good chance, seeing as we cross referenced Blue Tree with the name Thordson, the boy that we've read about in this book is Thordson. It would make a great degree of sense. Do you 
clarify, I believe the case was we couldn't find anything on Thordson because there were too many Thordsons because humans, and this was just looking up the symbol. Yep. Oh, this is true. Right, okay. Okay, well, I definitely think this is Thordson. I still get the suspicion that human that does not like the denizens of the Underdark because of reasons that would motivate them that way, probably... And where's the symbol of a blue tree upside down? Probably Thordson. Mm, okay. There are, wow. there are some more books of this area if you want to have a look around nearby. Can I get an investigation check to try and find any other relevant information? Yeah, let's have investigations. From our... Investigation? Mm. Seven. You pick at random uh, a few books from this area. Nothing seems to be particularly relevant to, to what you can see. There's, you're re- looking through whole books at this stage. Very difficult. Can we to... send the boy on an investigation? Using the history of the boy, the na- napping monks, and his research skill, he works out roughly what sort of year he would be looking at to find more information from this sort of time. And he mm. finds uh, some information about the town and another book written about that time. It's it's mostly a collection of news articles, uh, important things that are, have happened in the town. Yeah, and th- there is a, a picture of a. A uh, young man, about 18 years old. Is he not feeling down? He's not feeling down, no. Good. Uh, <laughs> there's no need to feel down. Is he getting his feet off the ground? No, his feet are very firmly on the ground. Oh. He is, He is, however, a young man. He is a young man. Are we going to do yes. the whole song? <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> Good, because I don't think we can get the rights to that. Do, yeah, do, I also do, don't know the rest do, of the lyrics do. until the chorus, yeah. It's fun to stay in the local militia. <laughs> there is a young boy of 18 wearing chainmail and over the top of this a white tabard with an image of a tree. Uh, it is upside down. It's it's a, a not a colour image, so you can't tell whether or not it, it is blue. But it is upside down and it is a tree. It is upside down. It is on this boy's chest and they uh, article states that this is Einar Thordson, the boy who came from such hardship, has just been promoted to captain of the guard at the age of 18. They talk about his incredible prowess with the sword and his drive to to fight evil. Oh, he's a paladin cunt, isn't he? Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? I mean, this is this is very good information that we've got so far. Captain of the Guard. Mm-hmm. Captain of the Guard where? In in, in the North area. Yeah, in Napping. Yeah. Do we know where Napping is? Or is this, that something we would have to look up? I mean, if you wanted to go back through the portal, I'm sure you could probably ask about an atlas. We go. Okay. I, I'm going to go back through the portal to ask about an atlas. Let's do I that. do the thing. Are you all heading back? Um, Yeah. You, you head back through the portal, back down to the, the main lobby, and you see the elderly librarian gesturing over a, a mug in a slightly frustrated manner, muttering something, and moving his hands, and, and whatever he's doing isn't working. Are you okay there? Trying to do a bloody coffee. Can't get the thing to eat up. Used to have a spell for this. You find everything you want, and I hope you left it tidy. Yes, we left it tidy. Uh, we found what we needed to find. We need to look for something else as well. But first, allow me to help a bit. I put my hand on the cup of coffee, and I see if I can. If I see if I can't channel a a less 
potent version of burning hands to try and to try and heat up the coffee. Roll with advantage for less than ten. Okay. Yay! Oh, good. Congratulations. Hmm. You place your hands upon his cup, and after a few seconds, it bubbles up to warmth. And uh, as soon as you sense that it is it is hot enough, you immediately remove your hand and finish casting the spell. Oh, oh thank, you, thank you very much. Lovely. And he, he picks up his mug and whoosh, just a little blow on it, and he's, he's clearly warming his aged hands up on, on the sides of the cup. Much mm. better. What what was this we're looking for? We're looking for any information on a place called uh, Napping. An, an, an atlas in particular would be useful, just so we can we can get an idea uh, where it is. Atlas, atlas, and he wanders around behind him and pulls out a very large book, slams it down on the desk, nearly spilling some of his coffee. Flips it over uh, and starts rifling through. No uh, napping, napping. Goodness. Ways away. Uh, there you go. And he he points to a, a large map. It shows both under under dark and and overground towns and cities. And you can mm-hmm. see that this is probably a good week's ride north. Damn. Okay. Uh, s- well, it's certainly a lead. It's a lead that, like, I suspect we're gonna have to uh, follow another time after we've gone back to work. Yeah. I'm just noting down napping. I feel like at this point we probably have everything that we desperately need from from Groybon. Mm. Have we got sort of much time before we would have to start making our way back uh, back to work? It's about a day's ride south from here, but in a slightly different direction because you've sort of came at it diagonally via yeah. town. Mm. So you, yeah, you've got uh, about a, a day free for yourself. And I think we should... if we were to not go straight back, if we were to go back the tour town how much time would we have hmm. left if you leave now you would have half a half a day in in tour town so i i'm i'm going to suggest a potential option of what we could do if we <laughs> were to you know as as maybe what we do next episode is that we head back via tour town and go kill a little sh- a slimy shitbag on our way back home i thought you'd never ask i think that's a very good plan <laughs> <laughs> All done with the library, you bid the librarian farewell. He seems fairly happy with his coffee and the fact that it, it doesn't seem to be on fire or too much of a mess in here. You carefully shut the doors behind us and a, a waft of dust falls down from the top of the door as you do so. A little bit of paint cracks off. You head back through town, past the high elves, uh, past the uh, Nestle store, back to the polyarmory, where you go and, and pick up the cart again and start mount up and head back towards home via Turtown. You rumble along and all is pretty well. You come back into Turtown, past your the polyarmory, past Darus, and back into the shanty town, the a little village. It's only been a couple of days, but it looks like the builders are uh, have been hard at work. There seems to be another couple of rooms worth of building on mm. the upstairs section. Looks like they might have might have finished that the the floor at the back section which would now mean that there is a ceiling above the stockroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, wherever they are, they've knocked off now. Is the entrance still a tent flap? It is still a tent flap. Okay. Can I start by casting Unseen Servant and getting my mm-hmm. Unseen Servant to basically give me an idea of answers to a couple of basic questions like, is Revo here? 
is Scrum here? And are Scrum's orcs here? Ogres. Uh, ogres, sorry, yes. Uh, are Scrum's ogres here? You send your unseen servant in. They are gone for a little while. When they come back, they somehow communicate to you. you know, like that, tap, taps, um, taps on different eyes to yes tap, or no. Tap, 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 jab you in each eye. Yeah. <laughs> right and eye for right. <laughs> you, you, you get the impression from your savage un, un, unseen beating that Revo is here. Scrum is not. The ogres are not. Okay. Um, I, I apologize that I'm sort of like jumping very headfirst in on this, but like I very much have an idea. And after oh, all of okay. the the transphobic shit baggery, I, if you're okay with it, I would like to like jump in with sort of just a I'm gonna scare the shit out of him and then kill him plan. Okay. Might I contribute? Because I have a new spell that I've been itching to use called Web. What does Web do? You conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of your choice within range. The webs fill a 20-foot cube from that point of the, for the duration. The webs are difficult terrain and lightly obscure their area. If webs aren't anchored between two solid masses, da 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 Each creature that starts the turn in webs or that enters them during the turn must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. Okay, so I think we The can webs maybe... are also flammable. I, I think we can maybe work on a plan here. So um, I'm going to try and lure Revo out to this sort of alley behind the building mm-hmm. that we, you know, we're down. Are you going to do like a, um, a telepathic suggestion? Yeah, I'm going to telepathically nice. suggest something and try and pull, uh, try and convince him out here. Okay. After which, if you can web him to keep him in place. <gasps> do you know what we should do? We should web him in the bin and then come up with a witty one-liner about how trash he is. That's offensive to Trash Boy. Oh, yeah, it is. It's true. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's just... Yeah, let's lure him back into the alley and then I'll web him. Okay, how are you going to lure him out? I'm I'm going to lure him out with, I think, something that would lure him out without him drawing too much unnecessary attention, perhaps. I'm going to send to his mind the image of a vulnerable woman huddled behind the bins. Perhaps just, you know, trying to get some sleep out out of sight somewhere. I love the idea that these people that you interact with seem to suddenly think they've become telepathic. <laughs> so, on out of curiosity for the sudden image that has invaded his mind, the rather unintelligent <laughs> and unquestioning Revo heads outside into the alleyway, where he immediately... Uh, are you Have you hidden? Or are you just there? Oh, yes. I, I suppose we, we would have hidden. Yeah. Let's say we are hidden enough that he won't immediately know we're here. <laughs> so, when are you going to announce yourself? Would he be past you, or...? Uh, as soon as he's sort of suitably around this corner, and like... Right. You know, he is definitively, like, in this corner, unless someone else comes around out here, they're not going to know that he's here. Okay. He comes out, following his poor innocent girl radar... <laughs> he walks to the end of the alleyway looking to see if this strange image that appeared in his head has any truth to it never want to miss up an opportunity from the shadows a whip flicks out and dispensing from it gushings of sticky white goo <laughs> rain down in a 20 foot radius right on top of the fucker yeah, I don't know what. What's all this? Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, 
Connie's everywhere. As, as this is happening, uh, I step out and I simultaneously cast both Mirror Image and Thaumaturgy with, okay. with the intention here of having uh, three copies, so four total of myself, all with flaming red eyes. And I want to ca- uh, cause just whispers around his ears that just like from all directions, it's just lots and lots of whispers of, Oh, you're gonna die tonight. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. I'm not gonna hurt anyone after today. You are in the world of death. So, intimidation, I'm guessing? Yeah, start with intimidation. Because why not? 16. Yes, what are, what are you doing, G? What are you doing? Get off me. And can I, can I attack him with my mace? Please. 23. <laughs> <laughs> Damage? Oh, you could have specified non-lethal and we could have dragged this out. <laughs> no, no, I'm that is not my focus. Okay, that's fair. Right, so five. Okay, where where are you aiming? The head. Smack him in the head with a mace. Oh my god. You have any idea who I am? Oh, I know exactly who you are, and you are a disgusting piece of filth. So, first of all, I'm a woman. Second of all, I'm gonna kill you. Third of all, Try not to enjoy it too much. Call yourself what you want. I will. Thank when I you. get out, <laughs> call yourself what you want. When I get out of here, I'm gonna destroy you. Scrum won't stand for this. Well, you have to survive for that to be a factor, and uh, I don't see that being too much of a problem. And I swing at him with the mace again. Sixteen. No one else is taking turns. Th- this is this is for Brilmara. <laughs> this this one's for Brilmara. I put up with some shit with from this guy. I'm I'm. She has every right to take this on her own. <laughs> yep, that's that's a hit. Okay. How much damage? Another five bludgeoning damage. Uh, where are you aiming? Still, uh, still the head. He's already starting to swell. Uh, his face is purple and bruised. There's a, a dribble of blood coming from his temple. His teeth are smashed and and sharp and pointy. His nose is just... It's not meant to be that angle. And you imagine that if you poked it, it would make a sort of... <laughs> noise. Ooh, I think there's only one way to find uh, out. No. <laughs> do, do you have any last words? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, just let me go. There's, there's no need to end this in violence. So, uh, I, I, did, I didn't mean it. I was, I was just, just playing with you. It's just a joke. It's all just a joke. You don't have to do this. Considering the things you've done to the people you've taken, I don't think it's just a joke. Is gonna cut it this time. Just, 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 just business. It's just business. No, no need to get like this. With, with, no need to get like this, darling. And with him, with him surrounded on all sides by the 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 mirrors of Brilmara, all of them raise their maces for one more mace attack. Twenty-four. <laughs> and his head just fucking caves in. Uh, and I just looked to, to Valerie and Thrall. I'm like. I hope you don't mind me took a detour for this, but, uh, oh god, I needed that. I dry heave a little bit, but then I sort of get back up again, and oh, oh, and I just give a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, back home it is, then. <laughs> well, that was fucking hell. That was, that was the diversion <laughs> I've been waiting several episodes to do, because, oh, I did not oh, like that NPC. So only you only met them like two episodes ago. Yeah, and I've been wait- since I met them, I've been waiting to kill them. 
You're just leaving, yeah? Uh, well, <gasps> wait. We we could always go and get some of the girls from the place before we go. I think that's a very good idea. I don't know where we would take them, but currently this place. I seems... know a place. Oh, <laughs> I know a. I know somewhere. Do we have time? Oh yeah, we do. It's not that far, is it? Okay. As best we can tell, this place is currently abandoned. We could just go rescue the rest of the girls and take them to a wonderful place that I wish we could be staying. Another brothel liberated. Ha ha. Just adding to the tally. Uh, <laughs> in, in we go and attempt to get the girls to the cart. Okay, marching through the door. There is a bugbear sitting in the same chair that you saw a few days ago. Oh, You're pretty no. sure it's the same one. They I think he's dead. They he's don't just, just seem to have moved. The bartender sees you and just shrinks down behind the bar and pretends <laughs> he's not there. Very wise. Are you heading straight for the girls? Yep, heading yes. straight for the girls. Okay, you slam through that back door and you hear a scuttling noise as the bartender just takes off through the front door. Uh, uh, the, the flaps of the tent. Can, can I argue that, it, it, that I should get advantage on an intimidation check because there's currently four of me holding maces and covered in blood? Why do you think he was running as soon exactly. as he saw you? Okay, so if, just if there's anyone else that like doesn't immediately run... Uh, I, I feel like I should be pretty intimidating right now, one would hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you head through the, the back doors, past the door to the kitchen, smells like something's cooking, through into the hallway where all the girls' rooms are. How are you approaching this? I think, like, SWAT raid style, kick the doors. Now I have a crossbow. I have my I have my <laughs> my piece. So I, I walk Cut up the to the first door and I just kick the door down. You you kick the first door in and there is a girl in, a girl in there uh, alone. And she looks absolutely terrified and starts screaming because there are four demonic looking Duragar. Uh, with hey, glowing eyes I, covered in blood and holding maces I, I I turn to her and go I know that I look terrifying right now but I promise you the person who had you here is no more we're going to try and get you somewhere safe she doesn't seem convinced uh, can I do a or comforted can I do a persuasion of course always nine she's still terrified you're right Br- scary Br- Bramora, Bramora, go around the corner and turn all of this off for a moment I'll, I'll, I'll look after her and I walk up and say hi of, of note hi, you, okay. you didn't help you did kick oh. the door in <laughs> I mean I you are holding a crossbow <laughs> Yeah, okay, true. I'm going to go and turn all this stuff off for a minute. Okay, I put away the crossbow and um, I very slowly approach the girl and saying, it's okay, we know you're probably quite scared, but we're going to take you to somewhere much safer. Can I make a persuasion check? Natural 20! Um, she throws her arms around you and just starts sobbing. Thank you, it's thank okay. you, I've been here for so long. I'd, I'd, they, they just kept feeding me drugs. I don't, I, I don't even know how long I've been here. I was just, I was just walking okay. through the camp. Shh, shh, shh. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to take you somewhere safe, okay? Thank, thank you. Okay. I, I return having wiped some of the blood off myself, and there's no longer four of me with fiery eyes. Uh, I no, think, just... I think with with that persuasion check from Astrid, I think we're, I think she's pretty convinced you guys are on the level. Mm. Well, okay. d- just for the other rooms as well, just to, so that I'm mm. not quite as imposing oh, but... a presence. Bromara, yep. Bromara, can you take her to the cart? Yeah, of course. Okay. I, I start taking her to the cart, but I also leave, uh, I also cast Unseen Servant with my remaining spell slot to hopefully just, like, assist uh, Valerie with all of the other people that need assisting. Awesome. 
Okay, so then mm-hmm. what proceeds will be, I walk up to the door, wait for the Unseen Servant to give the, the all clear, whether there's a girl in there or uh, on her own or if there's someone else in there. So this is room number two, yeah? Room number two. Okay, you are alerted that there is somebody with the girl in there. I kick the door down. You kick the door down and you are greeted by the scaly bobbing ass of a cobbled. I yell, Oi! And it skitters off of her and almost climbs the wall and hisses at you. I roll a 12 on my light crossbow attack against the kobold's armour class, the kobold's bare-bottomed armour class. (laughs) It was quite a sudden moment. Five points of damage. You shoot that kobold square in the head and it falls down and pushes the bolt even further through its head and dribbles blood. What's the state of the girl? She's out of it. Okay, I I walk up and I I lift her up and take her out of the room. I hope you cover her up a bit as well. I cover her up a bit as well. I I, I wrap her in like, there's like a sheet there I wrap her in it. I carefully carry her out of the room um, and see if I can see Bromara coming back or not. Yeah, I believe Brumara was just coming back. Yeah. Here's another. <laughs> and I start taking I start taking her to the cart. Okay. Excellent. Next door. <laughs> okay. Thrall. Got an efficient system going on here. Thrall gives you the points at both fingers, two fingers at eyes, and points at you and then points at the door, and then throws the door open and backs away so that you can do your skid into the room holding the, the crossbow. Yeah, I do like clearly it's in slow motion as well. I um I sort of slide into the room. You know you know you know like a like a, a Max Payne style slide run slide across the floor. Is, who who's in the room? Nobody. Oh. <laughs> you wasted a, a cool slow mo slide. You, you look dejected by the non-presence of anyone to see your cool move. You could always do the cool slow mo slide to into the next room as well. I can because no because nobody but Thrall has seen me do it, so it's still going to be equally as cool for everyone I'm, else. I'm hoping um, that the unseen servant saw it and somehow communicates this to me later. No. Okay. Okay. I go up to the next door. Okay. You go behind door number four. Is um is the unseen servant still doing its thing? Yeah, it's doing what you tell it for now. Okay. The the unseen servant advises you that there is a girl on her own in the room by jabbing you in the eye. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. I holster the crossbow on my back and uh, I gently knock on the door. Uh, There's no response. Okay, I open the door. There is a girl there sleeping. I knock a little bit louder on the door. She seems to have stopped the shallow breathing of sleep, but she doesn't move or respond to you, really. Oh, I, I, I walk up to... Hello? She looks at you... She's not focused on you. Mm. Uh, I kneel beside... I, I kneel... Um, are, are they on beds or...? It's sort of a, a pallet bed with a blanket on top. Okay. I kneel beside the bed and say, Hi, I'm going to take you somewhere safe, okay? I'm going to take you away from this place. She doesn't respond. Is it okay if I if, is it okay if I lift you up? She doesn't respond. Okay. I I just like to make sure. Um, I, I gently pick her up. She uh, accepts that you are moving her. Okay. I take her out of the room check for Bromara again. As soon as I see them, I take her as well and I try and get her to the uh, to the cart as well. Congratulations, you have freed all the girls. We have liberated. Liberated. And we take them all back to the uh... But before we do, I run oh. around the corner of the bro- uh, I run around the corner of the brothel and I cast uh, burning hands in the direction of the web just to set, just to to set to set <laughs> to, to set that little cunt ablaze a bit. 
I was wondering if somebody was going to burn the body. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Yeah. yeah. He deserves Espe- nothing and more. In, and we don't even need any kindling because the web is flammable. <laughs> Yay. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Excellent. It goes up like a... Uh, uh, like a... Like a- it's like a bastard on it sounds like, like a christmas tree covered in lights it almost fluid. sounds like you're happy that your npc is being killed ding dong the arsehole's dead da, 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 da. Ah, ding awesome. dong the slimy fuck is dead now let's take these girls back let's take these girls somewhere safe you depart the scene head back towards castle twilight it takes a little while to get there with all these girls on board you are greeted, the greeter you met previously, and you explain the situation. These girls, you are informed, will be very much looked after. They Good. won't be forced to work. They will be offered food, and if they need to depart, they certainly can do so whenever they want to. But they will have a safe space here where they are will be looked after and nothing will be expected of them. Congratulations, you have liberated another brothel. Yes! I, mm. I I feel like this is probably a good a good end to this episode. I feel like we we I, I feel like it is. Yeah, we we we, we did, did we did a good thing. Well, We're yeah. heading you know home to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've I've got a lot to write before next week. I oh heck! <laughs> Congratulations on liberating these poor girls from their captors. But Scrum is still out there somewhere. Mm. We will take down his empire. And what of everything else you have encountered? Perhaps we shall find out next week on Polyarmory. Hmm. So, thank you very much for joining us. Laura, where can we find you? You can find me at Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, YouTube, those kind of places. You can also find me Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 at kotaku.co.uk. And Astrid? If you go to jaffamoister.com, that's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R, Dot com, you can find all of my work because I host it all there through various oh, links and posts and all random other shenanigans. It includes uh, comical communism video game themed features, indie game content on indiehaven.com, of which I'm the editor in chief, freelance content from Waypoint, and now on The Morning Star, where you can read my interview with some of Facebook's most popular socialist meme artists. And you can also find me on Twitter, at Chaffermeister, where I talk about various different things, and you should join the conversation. Thank you. And I am Jane. I can be found at Maniac Janiac on Twitter. If you search for Maniac Janiac on YouTube, you will find me, although I am known as Silly Pook Monster. <laughs> I don't know why. There was a period. <laughs> <laughs> it's we all go through phases. Ridiculous names, yay. Most of my work is uh, collected together at stonemonkeyradio.wordpress.com. Thank you very much for joining us. If you happen to be an Apple user, the Polyarmory podcast is now available on there under Stone Monkey Radio. Perhaps consider giving us a like and telling people about us. I hate to be the one that begs, but I do not ask for money yet. So it would be very kindly if you would share this about and, and let our little creation out into the world. Thank you very much. Join us again sometime. Bye. 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 We fucking did it, didn't we?